this crowded higher education field, there's one university whose quality and personal care stands out from the crowd, the University of Mary. The University of Mary offers truly affordable, flexible adult education because your success is our priority. Here, you matter, and we're with you every step of the way to make sure you succeed. Choose a university community that cares about you as a student for life. Discover us at online.umary.edu slash discovermary. Easter greetings. This is Steve Sponskowski. I hope you are all safe and well. It has been a great joy to serve as Executive Director for Real Presence Radio for just over 13 years. It has been a very blessed time for my family and a great opportunity to learn to serve and trust. Our family has discerned that the Lord is calling us to step out on the water in faith and follow Him. Where that will lead, we do not yet know, but we are beginning our search. I am working on a transition plan with our Board of Directors, and Real Presence Radio is now accepting applications for the position of Executive Director. It is a very rewarding opportunity for somebody with a great love for the Church, evangelization through radio, and a proven skill for leadership. For more information and a job description, call us at 701-795-0122 and ask for Brittany, or email Brittany at realpresenceradio.com. Thank you for all we have been able to accomplish together, and thank you for your continued prayers for Real Presence Radio and our family. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Father Vasek, your host, heading into our second hour. I am still perched on top of a mountain, and I'm happy. We... um want to talk about planning a wedding. I'm not out here doing a destination wedding. If you're sitting at home thinking, what's Father Vasek doing out in the mountains talking about wedding? Is he doing a, one of those destination weddings up on top of a mountain? No, I'm not because I don't do that. Uh, maybe some places do that, but I don't do that. That would not be what I want to do. But we do have a couple with us who is planning a destination wedding. No, hopefully not a destination wedding. They're planning a wedding during the pandemic. Ashley and Dusty, thank you for being with us today. You're welcome. Oh, Thanks Father. for having us, Father. You're not getting married on a mountaintop, are you? No, we are getting married in the Red River Valley, <laughs> the opposite of a mountaintop. <laughs> in the valley, yeah. There's a va- There's mountains and there's valleys. Okay, you're in the valley. So, uh, destination wedding in the valley. Can you tell us uh, about yourselves a little bit before we talk about pandemic weddings? Yes. Um, so I. I've been in the Fargo-Moorhead area for about six years. Um, I work at Holy Spirit Catholic Church, just north of the cathedral um, on Broadway. Um, yeah, I work there. I do, I'm involved in the youth ministry. Um, I'm in charge of the music stuff there and also adult discipleship and whatever else Father Ross deems important. When you say music stuff, do you mean music for the entire parish or music just for youth, st- youth ministry? Or- the entire parish, but I'm not, I'm not a liturgist. I'm more okay. so just making sure we have musicians and stuff. And then sure. I'm 
I sing and play with one group and um, just kind of keep people, give them information and keep them rolling, I guess. Yeah, for everybody out there who doesn't know Dusty yet, you should. He's a beautiful musician, very talented, uh, so they're blessed at Holy Spirit to have him as far as that goes. Okay, Ashley, how about a little bit about you? I work for the Diocese of Fargo as their director of evangelization, and then I direct the Young Disciples Missions Program. And, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. All right, so we got the entire Diocese of Fargo on the phone with us here. This is good. We got all the all the big movers and shakers are with us. So, uh, how'd you two meet anyway? Well, <clears throat> initially, um, I sang, I used to sing at, or I still do, um, at St. Joe's in Moorhead, they do Koryezu, um once a month. Mm-hmm. And I would sing, um, just do some some music for them for people yeah. to sing along during adoration. And Ashley was actually giving the talk that night. Um, and it was really funny because she... The talk that she was giving, it was about Simeon and his waiting, his anxious waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, and through that talk, I felt like the Lord was just speaking directly to my heart, and it was just wonderful. Um, after the talk, I, as Ashley was leaving, I just went up to her and thanked her for giving her talk and told her that it you know, really spoke to me and everything, and she gave me a, a strange reaction, kind of like, you're weird and why are you talking to me? Um, and gave I, me a I gave me not. a gave me a thank you, um, but I thought whatever. I mean, it was true. I appreciated the talk. And on my end, um, as I was planning the talk, it just didn't seem to come together. And when I gave it, it felt like it was a disaster. Oh. And so I just sat down in adoration afterwards, uh, like trying not to cry, like I'm so yeah. sorry, Jesus. So when he said hello afterwards and good job, I was just like, yeah, he's just being nice. And then I probably yeah. just walked away. But then we got yeah. to know each other through a prayer group that both of us had joined, some mutual friends last Lent. Okay, great. I thought you were going to say that the awkward response that she gave to you, Dusty, was she give you a wedding ring saying, will you marry me? (laughs) (laughs) No. At that point, it's funny, we talk about this pretty often. At that point, neither one of us had any sort of interest in one another in that way at all. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. 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 Things things develop as they develop. Mm -hmm. As the the Lord sows, that's how we grow. Uh, so we are planning a wedding. Um, your wedding's like a couple years away from now, or is it coming up pretty soon? <laughs> this Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Your wedding is coming right <laughs> up. Congratulations. I love that. Thank you. Thank you oh, Father. that's so great. All right. So you were planning a wedding before COVID, mm-hmm. unless, you, unless you started really late. Um, but uh, so then things changed probably kind of like first through like fear of the what if and then sort of like no it's definitely going to be way different i'm guessing i'm i'm I'm, i have no idea i shouldn't even say any of those things how about you walk us through your experience of how this all went well initially because i direct a summer missions program and he does music ministry in the summer we had planned on getting married late july um, because of all the summer events and Mm -hmm. so all of the coronavirus things started happening and things started getting canceled and shut down and that gave us the chance to kind of reevaluate and pray like, okay, Lord, when do you want us to get married? Because mm. all of those reasons we were postponing our wedding are not a factor anymore. Yeah. Um, and so when we prayed about it, we uh, came to the calendar looking at May 31st, which is normally the visitation, but this year it's Pentecost. So we thought it'd just be so beautiful to have our anniversary be on the birth of the church, so Pentecost. And then in upcoming years, it'd also be the visitation. So when Mary proclaims her Magnificat of the goodness of the Lord and his plan for humanity. So um, that was one of the beautiful blessings of it. The practical 
disappointments and um, delays and things has been a little hard. Um, mm -hmm. But it's interesting because when we first got engaged, my prayers were, Lord, please let our engagement be like a retreat. And please let anything that's not important fall away so we can focus on the things that are. And Jesus took that prayer really seriously because <laughs> he shut down the world. <laughs> I'm going to put you on a real retreat. <laughs> <laughs> it's more purgative than I anticipated, but it's been beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, all you women out there who are going to get married, here's your prayer. Your prayer is going to be, well... You're gonna, but here's what the problem. If I say this right now, then people will be like, no, I don't want a COVID. I don't want that to happen. Well, anyway, you should be praying the same kinds of prayers, even if it doesn't end up the same thing. Lord Jesus, let it be a holy time, not a bridezilla time. And let it be, let anything that really doesn't matter, let it go where it belongs. Um, get rid of the distractions and focus on what that is. That's really beautiful, Ashley. So thank you for uh, sharing that. Um, even though I know it's been, I, I imagine it's been very difficult and, uh, and odd, very odd at least. So, um, well, it's, uh, so you decided May 31st. Oh, here's what I was going to say about that. Um, and you've probably thought about this as well. Um, the connection between the visitation and Pentecost is that, uh, John the Baptist, uh, by longstanding tradition of the church, um, is sanctified in the womb at that encounter. Um, they call it the sanctification of John the Baptist. I mean, this leaping that he does in the womb of his mother Elizabeth is um, is uh, the, an understanding that he is he is there sanctified. The 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 redeeming work of Christ Jesus, the the power of the Holy Spirit is is uh, is coming to visit John the Baptist in the womb of his mother. So there is a connection to Pentecost, kind of a pre-Pentecost gift of Our Lady and Jesus uh, to Elizabeth and John the Baptist. So that's a there's a beautiful connection there. Um, well, let's see. I'm going to remind everybody that we're talking to Ashley and Dusty, and they are getting ready to get married on Sunday. A COVID wedding. Um, so what any, um, what are some of the practical things that, that you've really had to work through? And, um, like what were the challenges and what, what, how did they get resolved? Or are they just things that you had to say, no, it didn't get resolved. And it's just, that's the way it's going to be. And I have to come to a place of peace about that or, you know, those kinds of things. Um, well, one of the things, one of the bigger things that you know, Ashley talked about, let all the things fall away that aren't that important. Yeah. Um, which was a hard one. We felt pretty detached even when we were planning our original wedding. But um, one of the big things was not being able to invite, um, you know, a lot of the people that we would have loved to have here. Um, so instead of, I mean, we're, we're blessed because we get to have more than 10, like we initially thought. Okay. Um, but we had quite a few, um, there's a lot of family members and each of, each of us have quite a few friends, um, just good, holy friends that have been there with us. So, to not be able to have some of them there has been kind of hard, but like Ashley said, the Lord took that prayer more literally, and um, you know, it, it's just been revealing to us more. Like the most important part about your wedding is the fact that it's your wedding; um, you're being married, um, and just kind of clearing away the mm -hmm. the things that. Not to say that they're not good or not nice, but not necessary. Mm -hmm. So that's been that's been interesting and a challenge. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for all the listeners, maybe some people are asking right now. Well, how many people can come to your wedding? Where are you getting married? What is the diocese regulations? Where you are at present? What what is what is 
as far as you can understand, what's going to be happening this Sunday as far as people there and whatnot? Well, actually, so we're in the Diocese of Fargo, and okay. we feel very blessed with our guidelines right now. So as long as the church, people are socially distanced in their family groups and whatnot, um, our church can hold probably about 160, maybe even more. Because we switched our wedding date, we don't think we'll have quite that many. Um, but so our immediate family and our closest friends will definitely be able to be there, which we're very grateful for. Mm -hmm. what, uh, what church do you get married at? Holy Spirit. Oh, at the place where you work. Okay. Yep. Great. Um, so that 160 or, or so, that's how many people could come social distance-wise? or Well, we figure... Um, we can probably fit about 200 in the church if needed. Um, like regularly? On regularly. Regu yeah. Oh, okay. Or not okay. regularly. I mean, COVID time. Socially, oh, okay. Co socially distanced. Oh, okay. Um, so it's bit much bigger than that. I mean, it can hold hundreds and hundreds of people. Okay. Yep. Um, so, yeah. And I, like Ashley said, I don't think just with the change and everything, we don't have to worry about having too many. Um, yeah. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting because with clergy, there's quite a few concelebrating priests. What, do you know a bunch of priests in your lives or something? Yes. <laughs> Happen to be talking to one of them. Um, That's great. Yeah, sorry, sorry I didn't invite you, Father. Oh, I think you did. Don't worry about it. Okay. Or, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they, I mean, they're going to be in the sanctuary, but socially distanced from each other. And sure. It's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, one of the cool things is our reception we can't have an actual reception anywhere okay um, so what we're going to do is after the after the mass after the wedding we're going to stand in the parking lot with a table full of cupcakes and people are going to drive by us it's going to be a drive-by receiving line yeah um, so they'll drive up and talk for a minute or two and we'll hand them a cupcake if they're not um, too worried about the virus and yeah. move along we'll wear gloves and things uh yeah uh, what would be uh, some things that have become clearer? Uh, maybe you've already said it, you know, that the essence of the wedding is, is the day itself, but uh, things that have just been kind of clarified or, or things that you're just, I guess, looking forward to about, uh, about the wedding day coming up. Well, looking forward to is just being able to be married and start our vocation and our family together. Um, and this is something I've been praying for for a very long time. Cause I'm 33, so it's later than I anticipated getting married. But it's uh -huh. so beautiful in God's timing. Um, and things that have been clarified just over this engagement process of through all of the delays and somewhat disappointments of just getting to know one another better and just appreciate and love one another in our strengths and our weaknesses and how uh, how compatible we are, of, like how complementary is more so. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's been just the Lord solidifying more and more, like His His moving in our relationship. Um, just the other day, we were we were praying, and I didn't have any like specific things, but I was just thinking of some of the some of the fears and that I've had over the years, and just offering all of that up to the Lord um, with the wedding coming, and just praying against like you know the evil one's wiles, you know, the things he tries to pull, especially when something great is coming up. Um, and it was just, it was really cool because I heard in my head, I was praying and I heard, I think it was Sirach 36. I was like, well, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so I went there and 
and don't quote me, I might be wrong, but I think that was the, the chapter. Sure, sure, sure. And just reading in one of the lines, it was talking about um, the beauty of, you know, having a spouse. And then the one line said, he, um, I think it's he who, he who acquires a spouse has found his greatest possession. Mm-hmm. There's just a reassurance, again, another confirmation of our relationship, the Lord being like, whatever your fears are, it doesn't matter. Like this is, according to that book, your greatest possession. Yeah. Um, so that was really great. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, we're out of time here. What, uh, what kind of cupcakes are you serving? They are chocolate with white frosting and gold sprinkles. Fantastic. Well, you two, thanks so much for being on. Congratulations on Sunday. Uh, you're going to begin your time. Holy matrimony is going to be unique, and it should be, but it'll be beautiful. So thanks for being with us today, and congratulations. All the best. Thank, Thank you, you, Father Craig. All right. Up next, we're going to talk about building Catholic community on campus. Uh, how is that done anyway? My buddy, good old Ryan O'Hara from uh, St. Paul, Minneapolis area, is going to have some thoughts about that. We're going to slow down and pray the rosary a little bit later as well, uh, laying all of our intentions at the feet of our Lord, asking His mother to assist us. So stay with us. Real Presence Live continues next. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.